Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Key Value Retail Technology Podcast. Finally, we do have another episode of our podcast today, and uh, we have a great guest. It's my colleague, Andrew. Hi, hi Andrew. Yes, hi. How are you? So, Andrew, we're going to talk about something really interesting today, which is all about pricing. So, um, you know, how do retailers actually process their pricing? What's the pricing process in, in their organization? How do they support it from a technology perspective and so on? So, um, but before we start talking about this, can you tell us a, bit, a little bit about yourself? Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Thanks, Christoph. Um, well, pricing has been um, kind of doing that for a couple of years now with Key Value. Um, um, and generally speaking, it's a really interesting field to um, to jump into and get your feel, you know, your teeth in. Um, because what I've realized through the last couple of years is that the retailers um, uh, really have a big need for something that will allow you to look into the different stages of pricing and how it all works. But at the same time, you know, a big realization for me was that initially I thought majority of the retailers, you know, 80, 85% of the retailers will have something that, um, that already helps them to maximize the opportunities, you know, do all the price optimizations through machine learning or AI. And the interesting part was that majority of them didn't, you know, 95% didn't have it. So um, for me, yeah, that's um, interesting. So for me, it was definitely a revelation, but also a great opportunity to start working towards that. And that's kind of what I've been doing so far um, in Key Value and developing with clients, with potential clients and prospects, um, the sort of ways of them improving the pricing. Okay, cool. So um, when talking about pricing and, and price optimization in specific, so what can you tell us a bit more what that actually means? Yeah, well, yeah, it's it's I guess the term can describe anything and it's a very wide and that's why I always try and break it down in the smaller parts, you know, for um, for retailers it means that one when they put the prices up on the shelves or online stores, um what those prices should be when they should be at certain price level, you know, those products and uh, how then the customers behave um, based on what the prices are, right? And that could take into account multitude of different um, uh, factors. It could take into account competitor prices. It could take into account your current inventory. It could take into account whatever you're doing with your marketing or spend and, and promotional activity, etc. So, um Optimizing price simply means that you got to be at the right price at the right time for the right client, right? And then, which means that when you set it in the right way, you really have a big opportunity to make more money, you know, in terms of revenue, have a better perception in terms of your products because customers love you more for specific products. Or you could be, you know, just driving certain certain target market that you wanted to achieve right so price has a really huge effect um and in fact we've you know before we we started with with working on on that um practice we really researched it and you know what normally research from you know the four big four says is customers are considering pricing more and more in their decision making process so brand is important you know the actual product is super important 
But because they have the tools to now compare the prices, um, you know, specifically going online on Amazon, for example, um, to then see what the others are selling at the same product set, um, it becomes a really big decision maker in terms of you know their purchase and their purchasing power. So price optimization, simply put, is you you want to make sure that you optimize it at each step what uh, what you charge and and how much their price is displayed to the customer. Oh, okay, I understand. But um, I mean, you mentioned something really important here. You said there's many many factors that go into this decision, you know, in this kind of process of price optimization in order to come up with the, the best price um, uh, for the customer and also obviously for your business to optimize your margin. Yeah. And um, of the many factors that you mentioned, you know, um, like uh, promotions, uh, you know, price elasticity obviously is something that comes to my mind. So how does the customer react to a price change? Um, but also things like, okay, if I price this article, uh, in my assortment, uh, this way, you know, what does it mean for the for the other one that is in the same assortment? So there's so many factors that come into play. How is this managed um, if there's actually no technology or then there's no solution uh, that can help making that price decision? So how do that 80-90% of the retailers that still don't have uh, any kind of technology supporting this, how do they make this decision? Um, in a variety of different ways uh, is a short answer, but um, most of it boils down to either using Excel or using the expertise of the you know people that are there in the companies. Um, one um, big factor that a lot of retailers are currently moving on to and, and don't you know don't have don't have it at all at the moment is uh, a dedicated pricing team or pricing management, right? So it usually falls down the shoulders of merchandisers or buyers who would be looking after their specific categories or they would be looking after their specific uh, portfolio of products. Um, and then they have some analytics that are given by, you know, uh, sort of data scientists in bigger companies or just simple um, BI tools in, in, in a smaller company where they can put reports together Put the expertise layer, the expertise on top of it, and then and then uh, yeah, have a bit of a gut feel and put the price, and then see what happens, right? So it's mm. generally speaking, it's more of an approach of let's try this out based on these certain factors that I kind of know at the moment. Um, it's very hard to then understand, you know, how those decisions really made an effect on the overall uh, customer behavior. Yeah. And on top of that, uh, also the pricing rules of the organization need to be taken into account, right? So that, mm. that's another level of complexity that, uh, mm. yeah, you need to look at. Right, so um, Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's, you know, that you've got a variety of um, internal strategies that you almost need to incorporate in the entire um rules of of the actual market right so it could be marketing strategy it could be strategy for your competitors um it could be just general brand strategy that you're trying to achieve um and the uh, difficulty at all times is it, it's kind of not the number you know not not the factors you can put into numbers um so you, you can't simply stick it into excel and calculate some ratios out of it um so it's it comes from you know that experience of of those teams the gut feel that they have and then they layer it over their analytics. Um, 
but that not necessarily providing them with the measurements that and the results that they would want to achieve. Um, and I think that's this is where you know kind of retailers are starting to realize now because of the amount of data that they have, and they have a lot of data. You know, it's not that we suddenly come in or you know another. Uh, a company comes in and says, "Hey, you know, we're bringing you all this data you've never had." No, they still have it. They they always had it underlined, um, available data that we anybody can use. It's just how you process that, and then also how you apply that to the pricing is is what's important, I think, in this case. Okay, and I would also imagine um, the number of articles that uh, need to be looked at uh, is also another level of complexity. So you, if you have an organization that is offering lots of different uh, articles, um, you know, or in fashion SKUs uh, to, to the customer, then, you know, the effort uh, and the complexity multiplies, right? So that's another thing to look at. Even, even if you have the data available, how can an organization look at each single, each individual one uh, manually. Yeah, that's, that's a really good point. And I think it, it brings, it kind of, you know, hammers it home for a lot of retailers. And, and the stat that I love bringing up in these cases is, you know, if you have a, um, a category with 10 different SKUs and you have, you know, let's say, let's imagine you have 10 different wines in one category. If you change a price of one, the effect on the other nine has about a million different variations, uh, as in, you know, how the others are going to start selling, less, you know, being sold less or more. And you're only changing your price of one within the category of 10. Now, what you're saying is, you know, if you have a, a retailer with a category of 12,000 products, and then it's broken down to maybe another thousand products in each one, or maybe less or more. Imagine how many variations there are if you make multiple changes multiple times per week, right? So, yeah, it it's it adds to the level where you know yes it's complex, but it's just not computationally possible for a human being to sit down and say hey you know let me calculate uh, you know a million variations of that one skew change. It's it's that's why usually it's just referred down to a very small number of skews that are driving the revenue, that are driving the assortment forward, and and those revisions are happening for a very small part of it so um and that's you know that's where we see a lot of opportunities for the retailers happening too yeah. and that's obviously where we see technology um you know helping us and helping uh, the pricing teams in in, in retailer organi retail organizations mm. so um yeah i mean that's where ai also comes in right so ai technology how can and what's in the market to really support uh, retail organizations from a technology perspective here. Yeah, and look, AI is a, is, a, is a big word and a buzzword. And um, a lot of times it's, you know, um, it's kind of misinterpreted in the way it's used, right? So with pricing, AI is super straightforward, simple, right? Um, artificial intelligence, meaning that we, we take, um, or technology will have all the data that the, um, um, the retailer already has existing in in their in their systems um and usually we would go back all the way to sort of two three years and understand transactionally what happened so for example you know if we had this category if the prices have changed um and this is what the transactions have happened the customers bought these items this is their basket uh, uh, composition and that's how they kind of continue on their purchasing journey um all that is then given all this information with variety of different factors is then um, 
taken by the machine learning and the, you know AI to calculate what we call demand elasticity, to understand what's going to happen to the demand tomorrow based on what happened to it in the past three years, um, and also including a variety of factors. You know, we've mentioned before uh, the strategy, the perception of the customer, the marketing, um, the number of SKUs within this category, et cetera, et cetera. So all those factors are take, started being taken into account and they really start um, feeding on each other. Um, and, and, and that creates that model, right? So that creates an understanding of if we start changing the prices in this direction, this is what's going to happen to our sales. This is what's going to happen to our margins and consequently to all the other KPIs, right? So it's important to then obviously not really, you know, it's not a set in stone uh, calculation. Once we've done, we'll then start checking it and iterating. So technology allows us for making this complex environment uh, to become very simple. And, and, and the way it becomes very simple is we, um, retailers start having the ability to manage from strategy rather than from individual rules or, or individual SKU levels, et cetera. We, we almost coming in and saying, look, you know, before we were calculating variety of um, factors for this amount of SKUs and then changing prices daily. Now, uh, what technology allows us to do is by building that model through AI, uh, which is based on, you know, three years of data, two years of data, um, you then can say, what if I increase my margin, but I also don't want to lose my sales items, right? So my margin is important, but I want to be making sure that my sales items levels are still the same. Um, and this is simple, you know, simple factors to, for us humans to understand, right? You know, I want to have more money um, in my market and I don't want to be losing my volumes. But at the same time, I'm going into a market that is uh, new to my company, uh, exploring into a new country, for example. And then that will allow me to have uh, another strategy. Say, you know, I want to drive my revenue and I don't, I don't care about my margins. All I'm going to do is just expand or drive my sales items. So that's what technology will allow you to do is basically taking all these complex parts together into one environment and then driving it based on just simple two criteria, um, which, you know, simplifies the process somewhat. Fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah. I mean, that's a, a big difference that really makes a big change uh, and a big difference in, in retail organizations today to really take into account all the data and all the, the strategies. So, um, yeah, we are actually working with uh, a specific solution that is offered in the market. We as Key Value, uh, which is called Competera. Um, so maybe you can tell us a bit more about Competera and especially why do you think and why we think it is, um, you know, the solution to go with in that kind of uh, area. Mm. Yeah. Um... So, look, you know, there are many solutions that are there, and we knew that from the start. We, uh, you know, the reason we've partnered with Computer is the ability for them to actually deliver um, this computational um, capacity uh, of being able to take in the data from the customers, uh, being able to then build the models on uh, what exists there, and have the also a very simplified and user friendly um interface um for everybody to use right so it's 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 important to have uh, the power to do those calculations it's important to have 
um, you know, the ability to implement all of it. But unless, uh, as we all know, unless people are actually using it, it it's it's not it's not worth uh, you know where paper is written on, to be honest. So, it's um, Computera has been in the market for a good while now, almost ten years. And Computera started from what now became a commodity, you know, price scraping tool where we uh, we have a an automation that's going around the websites, picks up your prices, puts it back into into your system, or provides you with it, with this information in in a normal, you know, simple format like Excel. Um, uh, right now, many many companies do this. It's very very much um, a commodity, and it's very easy to implement. Right? You know, something like that could be done within a couple of weeks for hundred thousand SKUs easily. And then yeah. uh, we, you know, the scraping of any website is possible. Um, think especially the marketplaces like Amazon and Google Shopping and some other ones in specific countries, Mana Mana, for example, in Spain. Um, but then. Um, what differentiates Computera to the rest of the market for us, at least, and, and, and for our clients that we've had so far, um, is the ability to then take the data, layer over all the strategic approach, and um, also layer over the important information from other factors, you know, third parties. It could be weather-dependent sales. It could be competitors that are in specific regions. And, and, and all that, again, comes together in a simple UI that, then provides the users with the ability to manage from strategy, set up your own way of operating, um, customizable, and and that's you know the the agility and the ability to do the things that you can do with uh, large scale operations is really really key here for us because we you know the way we we would like to operate is kind of moving fast, um, start small with certain little projects, and and then have also the ability to grow further, and that's what. You know, customers of ours love, and as you know, you know we we have good, um, um, good feedback on that for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I mean, we we are working with Computera um, on on a couple of customers that we have. Maybe you can tell us um, about one customer in the UK uh, that we currently do a project with. So why have they selected us and Computera as their partner? Mm-hmm. And uh, what are the the things they want to achieve uh, with the implementation? Yeah, uh, that's kind of the example of what I was just describing. So uh, the customer we have is Robert Dice. They're a DIY generally store uh, in the UK. Um, they have 92 uh, stores in, in southern England and sort of online presence. Um, and what they've realized is, you know, with the uh, ability to expand into assortment, uh, essentially going larger with many products, will also this opportunity will also give you uh, a difficulty to manage all of it, right? You know, when you go from thirty thousand SKUs to three hundred thousand SKUs, a tenfold increase, with you either hire a tenfold number of people to actually manage all of it, right? Which is you know, a cost in its own, or you find a solution that can allow the same number of people to manage it. Uh, so, um, and in addition to this, there's always an, um, a drive for increased margins, this drive for increased uh, uh, sales, new markets, etc., etc. So all of that should be managed in one place. And again, Robert Dice, you know, they're the up-thinking, you know, front-thinking guys. They really wanted to do something with their pricing at this stage. And so they started with pricing, price scraping. And the reason they, they've chosen that to do this with computer in this case is purely because 
they know that the next stage will be price optimization. So price optimization is where they want to take it down to short term, um, you know, sort of setting up the rules and long term, the real ML optimization. But you got to start somewhere. I mean, you know, they started with the um, the price scraping. It's, it's been delivered to them for, you know, 30,000 plus products at the moment. The project was pretty swiftly put on for within a month. And uh, now we are discussing the next steps and sort of the next stages with the mm -hmm. price optimization. But the whole reason they've gone with us and Copetera is the ability to combine two, uh, two sets of uh, expertise, you know, Copetera as a vendor yeah. and us as a, as a solution provider. Yeah, I think uh, it's a perfect example for our overall, you know, um, philosophy. Think big, start small, move fast. As you said, you know, um, you have to put the big picture in mind, you know, with going with uh, price optimization, looking at price elasticity and stuff, but then start a project quickly, uh, get uh, some benefit out of it and then move along uh, to achieve your big goals. So um, that's a perfect example and I love it. So let's um, let's make sure that uh, Robert Dice will continue the journey successfully with uh, Competera and us. Um, but if other retailers um, are looking into, you know, that journey, so um, what's the best way to start this? I mean, um, do you think um, you should start as uh, as Robert Dice did, um, or do you think you start big and, and right away jump into the price optimization? Uh, what's the approach that you would recommend here? Yeah, it's it's a good question. I think a lot of retailers ask this question when we first meet. Um, it's it totally dependent on where you are right now because um you know not everybody is the same all the retailers are in different parts of their journey as we call the you know this of the pricing journey somebody that just has a, um, a cost plus approach where they're pricing up from their margin base and you know it's a completely different journey they might not be ready for price optimization purely because they you know they don't even understand how to watch the market right and 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 it's not about that we cannot deliver it it's about making sure that people within the company feel comfortable with our change and they have the capacity to actually take it in um yeah. at the same time you know if somebody that has already been working with certain rules and certain setup that they have devised they have teams that look after pricing they're quite mature in what what they want to achieve we uh, we can certainly help them jump fast at you know um approach to price optimization we can certainly have a quick uh sort of win there through a short project that will get them to price optimization training the entire team because they're already mature enough to, to 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 dive into this um saying that we also been having conversations discussions with uh, customers that want you know straight away going into price optimization so there is various approaches. One thing I would definitely say is consider what resources you have available, right? So do you have a pricing manager that looks directly after pricing? So if you, if it's on the shoulders of your merchandise and, and buyers, uh, they have lots of other things to look after, you know, sales negotiations with their suppliers. They have um, sort of contracts to look after, just general merchandising that they do in stores, et cetera. Uh, pricing becomes a really small part of it, you know, and if it's only 10% of their sort of daily life, uh, it's not something that you will gain from if you install a price optimization tool, right? Um, okay. uh, yeah, and that, that, that would be a, one of the key drivers, but obviously, you know, uh, having the ability to, uh, having the need for, for the, such, such a tool is also important. 
Well, thanks. Yeah. So in any case, if uh, you are a retailer, if you're interested to learn more about uh, pricing and how to automate, how to optimize it in your organization, feel free to reach out to us. Um, you know, we're, we're happy to help. Um, Andrew, thank you very much for thank giving you. us some insight on that topic. Um, so for our listeners and viewers, um, you know, subscribe to our channels, uh, YouTube, uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. We're pretty much on everything. So uh, we would appreciate that. And um, we're going to give you more uh, interesting topics during the next uh, weeks and months. So thank you, Andrew, and um, uh, hope to talk to you soon. Thanks. Thanks, Gustav. Good to speak to you. Thanks. Cheers. Bye-bye.